Alexander the Great. One of my Ooh, favorites. that was good. Yeah, and we what started we recording? recording, so yeah. Yeah, yeah so we got to use go. that. Christian, Christian brought it in this time. I like Alexander. Well, he was the great for a reason, kind of. Because he called himself that. Yeah, wouldn't you? Don't you, actually? Christian the Great, yeah. Yeah, so, so makes sense, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Today, we are going to be discussing Alexander the Great and his accounts of witnessing UFOs. Supposed accounts, alleged accounts, I should say that, because there's no way for me to prove this. I wasn't there. But uh, this is something that I found recently while researching a different episode on UFO abductions. I came across this and I was like, well, I have never heard this before in my entire life. And I read it. I'm like, that's pretty interesting. And it's enough to kind of like, you know, do a little bit of a deep dive on. And uh, so I came up with as many references or accounts as I could find regarding Alexander the Great and these possible paranormal uh, encounters with extraterrestrials or UFOs or a UAPs, as Christian would prefer, I refer to them as. Well, the funny thing is, I've actually heard this story, these stories, Have you? yeah, in the past about Alexander the Great. So yeah. it's, it's, I'm somewhat familiar with it. That's good. And Heather, you are brand new to I this. I was like, newbie again. <laughs> now, uh, well, look, so am I, like, so. As, as recently as a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, it's a fun read. And so for all I know, maybe this was already debunked, but there's also another side to that story. So yeah, I think we'll we'll open it up a bit. And I, there's a few accounts and, you know, a little couple fun facts riddled throughout, but just a, just a fun story. And I, if, if we didn't know about it, I can't imagine there's a ton of people out there that are aware of this particular take or this. Uh, I think more are since the television series ancient aliens came oh out. no is this an ancient aliens thing oh. i think i've seen it on there but yeah whatever it is guaranteed we'll do it better so yeah. never watched it's i don't know like there's what 25 seasons of it now or something i think <laughs> the <laughs> first season is we the, get it okay, the first yeah. season's fine they use some interesting ways of looking at history to convince us that aliens interacted with the ancients ancients um but then they have to you know after a while, you have to find new material. Yeah. So they like. So they kind of drawn it out a little. Like, right. All right, let it go. Right. Exactly. It was it, it was fun to watch the first season. Yeah. yeah. Some things are just better left, you know, in full circle. And you know, there's some people that believe the ancient alien theory is basically a racist theory. Yeah. Because what they're basically saying is that these ancient people in these areas that t- were typically brown. Yeah. Couldn't have built these great things because they weren't smart enough. Christian, I got to be honest with you. You are the only person I have ever heard that story come from. And you've told me the racist story. (laughs) Yeah, Because when I saw it, I was like, I don't really think it's racist to think that. I think that's just uh, like an old way of thinking that we still have. Well, we live in a triggered society too. So it doesn't take much for anything to be racist at this point, regardless of in this, in this situation, like in the, the way we think now is not 
that much different than the 70s. Yeah. And then when I was growing up, you know, in the 70s learning things, it was basically everybody was a Neanderthal or a savage yeah. that wasn't Christianized, you know, back in the day. And that's kind of what this is. And, you know, for another episode, we could go into that that part of it. The, yeah, the whole back. Yeah. yeah. But um, for this one, I would just, I just think it's funny that they had this story on ancient aliens before. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's any more true or less true. Yeah. But it's a fun story. Yeah, guaranteed. I promise. I've never even seen that one. I promise you this, even if we miff this entire episode, it'll be better. I think so. so Heather, course. if you want to, if you want to, you know, get us started on the, the Take first you away. All right. The story goes, in 329 BC, Alexander the Great was attempting to cross the river Indus on his quest to invade India. Classic. While preparing to engage the Indian army, two gleaming silver shields swooped down and made several passes over the battle. Startled by what was surely quite the sight to see, his cavalry horses erupt into chaos and stampede. Of course, his horses weren't the only ones affected, as the frightful scene had a similar effect on the enemy's horses and elephants alike, making it difficult to ascertain whose side these silver shields were on. Ascertain, but yes. Oh. I think, right? Ascertain, yes. Ascertain. Ooh. Yeah. Spelled like a certain, though. A certain misspelling. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Go for it. Of course, his horses weren't the only ones affected as the frightful scene had a similar effect on the enemy's horses and elephants alike, making it difficult to ascertain whose side these silver shields were on. After exiting the battle victoriously, Alexander decided not to proceed any further into India. And also, I've read that a couple different ways. I've I've heard it that he proceeded and came back vic- victoriously, but decided not to proceed. And then I've also heard that both sides were so startled by what they had witnessed that they both just pretty much retreated back to where they came from. I mean, I see something I don't know. I'm in the middle of a battle. I'd be like, I know something that's so far. Like you're just so, you know, no no one, as far as we know, had had any account. Yeah. The interesting thing about Alexander the Great too is he basically had someone following him around on all of his conquest, writing about him. Like a scribe, right? Yeah. 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 So that's interesting. So that's why we have some of these stories is because he had somebody chronicling his life. So while he was everyone living. needs like yeah. a groupie assistant. Do you think it like someone the people, to watch them? Do you think the people that when they witness this, like in real time, they're like, "Oh, look at this douchebag! You're so important <laughs> over there with your scribe <laughs> yeah. and your scrolls." Yeah, we get it. Oh, he's drinking nice coffee. robes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there had to have been right. Everyone was like Alexander the Great, or maybe they were really where it's at. Like yeah. wearing a robe is pretty comfortable, warm, you know. Yeah, and it was pretty dope back in the day. But yeah. I can't and imagine then, like, like, the common folk weren't like having just scrolls of paper to like remember all your thoughts. Yeah. It's like uh, Siri, I don't think it like was a novel yeah. thing back. The original Siri. Yeah. He was pretty impressed with himself, and for good reason. He, yeah, he was impressive. Yeah, he ruled over a lot of the world, known world then. Yeah, but nobody likes a showboat. Get out. Sit down. Be humble. Kendrick Lamar. Is, oh, is that what that's from? I believe so. If I'm wrong, sorry. <laughs> I, <laughs> we it, tried. Yeah, looking at me, you would not imagine that I actually know killer hip-hop tracks, right? You, you look know at more me, than you're me. Like, you're like, you're a little more folky of a fella, aren't you, buddy, with your chai lattes and whatnot. And yes, 
I am. Anyway, back to Alexander the Great. <laughs> yeah, Hipsters that's, need love too. That's true. That's true. I needed a moment. Um, yeah. So, so what do you think about that? Like, imagine you are living in a time where not only what you're witnessing, these silver shields, are doing something that's impossible to you. You've never seen anyone in the entire world do what you're witnessing right now. What would your reaction be? You would like, wouldn't you? I probably think like, I was oh, crazy. No, I gotta go. I'd, yeah. I'd probably be like, this is it's a tumor. I picked the wrong battle. I'm crazy, right. you know. Yeah, Alexander the Great was probably telling his men. It's a sign from God. Alexander is the yeah. chosen one. And that's what it went into. They're that. like, but they're attacking us too. Well, they can't see. They're pretty high up. Yeah. No, that's pretty weird. But like the thing that excites me the most about hearing stories like this from, you know, back in the day is that these are the same things we're seeing now. If these things were around back back in the day, not only does that add some strength to the story and the possibility of this existing, but it also you're like, what the hell is this? It's definitely not America. It's not the Russians, you know? So that's that's probably my favorite favorite aspect of all these old school UFO stories. I like the older ones more than the newer ones. Yeah, it feels like a really weird mashup between sci-fi and history. And you're like, whoa, hold on just a minute here. What's going on? Which is yeah. my favorite. Yeah, makes sense. No, it's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, seven years after that original report, Alexander was faced with possibly the greatest challenge of his military career. In an attempt to conquer the Persian Empire, he realized that the city of Tyre needed to be captured to prevent the Persians from using the port to land a battalion behind it. Tyre had been destroyed in the past and was rebuilt a short distance offshore from its original location. Having no navy at his disposal, Alexander used the remains of the old city to build a causeway, which is a, uh, a raised way across wet ground or water. It's like a little bridge, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he built a causeway to the new one. This was no easy feat and took Alexander's men six full months to build. Adding insult to injury, once the task was finally completed and his troops were staged to make their assault, they would quickly find just how easily they were rebuffed due to the walls being too high to quickly scale and too thick to batter down. Not only that, but the causeway they had built was too narrow to allow enough troops to launch a massive enough attack to overwhelm the enemy and scale the walls. So, little fun fact about the destruction of the city of Tyre is that both biblical prophets, Ezekiel and Isaiah, had spoken of God's curse and eventual destruction of the city of Tyre in Ezekiel 27 and 28, as well as Isaiah 23. Before you move on. Go for it. Does everybody know where Tyre is? Uh, is that modern? Lebanon. Lebanon, that's right. Just yeah. wanted to point that I out. I read it and then I forgot. I was like, what was it? What was it? What was yeah, it? just to kind of show you where we're at. Yeah, Lebanon. The historical account that was recorded by Alexander's chief historian goes on to say that during an attack on the or of the island city, one of two gleaming silver shields attacked a section of the wall with a beam of light, which subsequently caused that section of the wall to fall, leading Alexander's men pouring through the opening en route to overthrow the city. What is so remarkable about this particular encounter is the fact that the historians for the defeated people of Tyre reported the exact same reason for the loss of their city. Usually the reason given by a defeated people is different than that given by the victors. But in, in this instance, both accounts read the same. Before starting his major assault on Persia, Alexander sought the advice of an oracle in a temple located in the desert. Back at the desert, he set off... Well, I mean, it's not like they're going to go to an island resort, but yeah, either way. 
He set off with a small party of men, but miscalculated the logistics and found himself hopelessly out of water and dying of thirst. Miraculously, a rare and unusually strong rain cloud burst overhead, giving him and his men enough water to safely complete their journey. No reports of gleaming silver shields, but an interesting case of a miraculous cloud that is also found numerous times in the Bible and various religions around the globe. So, like, a lot of major religions have this story of a cloud bursting open, like, sustenance from God himself, or the gods, or whatever. So it's interesting that in this case, after someone who had seen, like, UFOs and weird stuff like that, these giant silver shields, he also has one of these accounts of him dying of thirst, and suddenly a rain cloud, you know, opening up above and dumping in the desert. Which, for ancient peoples, probably happened all... Maybe not the rain clouds opening up, but they would yeah. be dying in the desert a lot. Yeah. And every once in a while, someone would lucky be, surprise. get lucky. Yeah. I mean, you have some water. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting that he's had these gleaming s- silver shield- shields yeah. um, affect his conquest. The rain story is just maybe another. His chronicler was trying to point out that he was sent by God. Yo, yeah. like Because that's kind of the story. Talk him up a bit. Yeah. His story is... is similar to a lot of stories from back then on how he was supposedly conceived. Yeah. You know, by his mother and I think one of the gods. A Greek, right? One of the... Zeus, maybe? Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, so... What if that happened? Tying us back to giants and whatnot. That'd be hilarious, right? Scott Alexander Stream. the Great really was. And Alexander the Great's birth and conception was similar to 300 years later, hmm. Jesus. Hmm. Almost like a foreshadowing. Yeah. Or also Achilles. Yeah. Has a similar birth. Yeah, yeah. So Luke Skywalker of yep. Skywalker Ranch. Skywalker Ranch. It's it's and it's not even Skywalker Ranch, is it? It's Skywalker Sound, right? Or does I think there is, is a ranch. ranch. Okay. I think that's what so it is. So maybe to at be. least it's a thing. I I was thinking of the company name then. Thankfully. Yeah, it's interesting, like the and for someone that nerds out about this stuff too, it was it was fun seeing like all these references because you know, everyone's heard about Alexander the Great, you know. Right. But and there's, there's no a, one's ever heard this side of it. No. At least not growing up in school and stuff like that, you know. So it's when you read something like that, you're like, wait a second, what now? And I don't remember if they did anything with this in the movie. Hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie with uh yeah, Brad Colin Pitt. Farrell. No, Brad Pitt is Achilles. That's a different movie. Are you sure? Troy. Troy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I loved Brad Pitt when I was yeah. a teen, you know, young teenage girl, Troy. Yep. Yeah. So Everyone that's good. Yeah. <laughs> similar story, but yeah. different. Okay. Okay. I guess we can move on to the sea- Siege of Tyre. Yes. 332 we BC. Can. This bizarre incident was paralleled by an equally fantastic visitation during the Siege of Tyre by Alexander in 332 BC. Quoting Giovanni Gustavo Droizen's Storia di Alessandro il Grande, the erudite Italian Alberto Finologio. Yes. Thank you for that, Scott. Thank you. <laughs> now I know why you picked me for this one. Yeah. I, hey, I left you parentheses. One more for the people in the back now. <laughs> and, you know, for the first time, seeing that name for the first time, I think I, I, I got Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, solid. Yeah, when I was reading that the first time, I was like, it's got, it's got to end at oh, some wait. point, right? They're, they're, it just can't keep going. Like, I, I need to so inhale focused. again, like breathe. I was so focused on that name, I did not see the parentheses. that said, good luck with that name. Holy shit. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and, yeah. and this is uh, Rights in Cle- Cle- Clepius Anu 111, yeah. number two. 
a startling revelation. The fortress would not yield. Its walls were 50 feet high and constructed so solidly that no siege engine was able to damage it. The Tyrians disposed of the greatest technicians and builders of war machines of the time, and they intercepted in the air incendiary arrows and projectiles hurled by catapults on the city. One day, suddenly, there appeared over the Macedonian camp. Dan Carlin said, calls it Macedonians. Really? Well, but it can be the ones. Him, huh? Macedo- <laughs> Mac- Macedonians, Macedonians. That sounds like a, some kind of baked treat or something. Did you make any Macedonians today? Yeah, Macedonia I, I nut cookies. <laughs> I've heard it said both ways, but I, I wanted to throw you off. I knew what you were trying. You you were going to okay. get. Oh, um, you, you knew. You saw it coming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One day, suddenly, there appeared over the Macedonian camp. Now we're talking. These flying shields, as they had been called, which flew in triangular form, formation led by an exceedingly larger one. The others were smaller by almost a half, and all there were five. The unknown chronicler narrates that they circled slowly over Tyre while thousands of warriors on both sides stood and watched them in astonishment. Suddenly from the largest seal came a lightning flash that struck the walls. These crumbled, other flashes followed, and the walls and towers dissolved, as if they had been built of mud, leaving the way open for the besiegers who poured like an avalanche through the breaches. The flying shields hovered over the city until it was completely stormed. Then they were, then they very swiftly disappeared aloft, soon melting into the blue sky. So that's the account of um, Giovanni. I'm just going to call him by his first name, or not his. Do you have to say his first four if he's got eight names? Giovanni Gustavo Droizen Storia di Alessandro il Grande, the erudite Italian Alberto Finogio. Let's call him Gio. Yeah, <laughs> or G for short. No, God, hold on, let me count these two. For... Yeah, that's like, that's, he's got like eight names. My parents just called me Scott. I'm like, man, yeah, that's good enough. But you did not get the the erudite Italian. I mean. The erudite Italian. Yeah. yeah. Also, what, il grande. I know, that, that sounds more Spanish than, well, I guess Italian. I don't know. It's Latin. I'm not going to pretend like I know geography as it's, well. As it's it's Latin. Both those languages in French are Latin, so that would. Grande is, is also Latin? Yeah, it's. I just picture Spanish. I picture Ariana Grande. Like I right picture now, me in like a Starbucks. Can I get a Grande? No, you don't like that. Ariana Grande. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Spanish and French are Latin languages. Okay, yeah. The more you know. Yeah, yeah I will also play that sound effect. You guys are right. So what I'm do you sure. think about that? What do you think about that one? Have you heard the, of The Walls of Jericho? Yes. It sounds similar to that story. It sounds very similar, but with aliens. Um, or UFOs, I should say. Or UAPs, I should actually well, say. Well, according but to ancient alien theorists... Are we going to? The battle, the, the walls of Jericho came down... The same way. ...with the help of aliens. Uh, well, of or course alien technology. That. Yeah. Let's replace our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, or God, actually, in that instance, with aliens. Western. Westerners. Us crazy Westerners. Isn't it? Isn't the church... Christianity basically a Western religion? No. Comes out of the East, but it's kind of Western. So it would be an Eastern religion that's been modernized by a bunch of troglodytes out here. <laughs> that's what it is. So since Christmas was is in the past, you didn't celebrate Christmas because... Because we're poor. Okay. <laughs> Does that help? You're not going to get me, dude. Not today. No, I could go down a wormhole... I see Heather eyeballing us like, don't start, guys. Don't, no, no, we don't hop in now. Rain it in. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's just the Jericho's 
yeah story reminds me a lot of that yeah and now a little thought would alexander's chronicles know that story chroniclers know that story yeah that's a fun word hmm? so can you say that again one more time would alexander's chroniclers know that story and they probably would because that story you know an, an old is something that they would have known about around that time period yeah can I, I maybe maybe so maybe it's it's yeah it's possible right yeah so they maybe they however these walls came down maybe they used a similar theory yeah or maybe they saw silver shields shooting ray guns at these walls and knocking them down i mean it's possible can i can i go down one short tangent do okay. i get a rebuttal tangent, is this like a over here. because you brought up um an interesting point about you know it, it sounding similar to the walls of jericho right mm-hmm and so for me, what's interesting, uh, my personal perspective and my religion says that in the midst of this, pretty much the enemy, all the enemy can really do is work with what, what God's done. And so it mimics the acts of God to show that it is also powerful. And so how ironic would it be that you have the walls of Jericho, which are supposedly brought down by God, right? And then later down the line, you have the enemy or as many people refer to as Satan, brings down the walls of Tyre with laser beams from UFOs. Who's Satan? Exactly, the enemy. That's why, like, I'm not so going to go down an enemy and Satan thing. I'm saying no, that No, but in, isn't Alexander the Great one, the one bringing down these walls? Or it's for his benefit? Does that make him Satan? It, it would mean that he was being used as a pawn in, in that scheme, yes. Because, look, there's a lot of people that think that Alexander the Great wasn't some, you know, he's not helping Christianity. In fact, they, there's a lot of people who say he was actually working for the other side. But also Christianity wasn't a thing here yeah. because there was no Jesus. I know. But at this point, it's old Bible, Old Testament shit. And, right. and would it be Satan? Because look, you're going our, out our, of your way our, to our, make sure I don't get to a point that is actually a very valid okay, point. Go with your, okay. I'll shut up for a minute look, while you go with your point. Look, and, and then I want to, I might throw just a little. Two cents oh. in. Yeah, no, no, go for it. But, okay. but what I'm saying is a lot of people will bash Christianity and bash Old Testament shit right now too, if you want. For being all made up, it's all it's all nonsense, it's all bullshit. But if for people that were raised in this stuff and see these types of signs that are written throughout the Bible with maybe context that most people don't pay attention to, I can look at this and see that oh, that's interesting that UFOs and aliens are bringing down this wall. Well, that is exactly what the Bible says would happen. So for me, like people may not understand my beliefs or understand why I'm a Christian or anything like that, but there's things that the Bible says that most people look at and be like, well, that's bullshit. But then you read somewhere else and it says, oh, well, the enemy can only do what God does, but it's a poor version of it. You know, and to us, we look at laser beams burned on a wall. We're probably like, that's pretty dope, but it's just a pale imitation of the power of the creator of the universe to bring down a wall with thought, you know? And so it's just a weird thing that also ties into to my personal beliefs. Like I can look at this and be like, this relates to my religion in a way because I've, I've read that this these types of things would happen. You know, so it it's just a little Easter egg. It's a little, for me personally, reading this as a Christian man, it's a little Easter egg. Whether or not I'm accurate, and guys, spoiler alert, I could be 100% wrong. But me seeing that, I'm like, damn, that's weird. And it's always these little moments that just hit your brain. And it's like, hey, that kind of sounds like this. Okay, so are the aliens evil? I'm still stuck on who's the evil person at this time. The, okay, because we can't give it to Alex because I'm calling him Alex now because you guys are best friends. <laughs> he's Alec- Alexander the Great. I'm Christian the Great. It makes sense. Okay, yeah. so we he was evil to a lot of people and he was a god to others mm. just because of how who he conquered and who he murdered throughout his conquest. 
because he was his group of people were a, a war machine that just marched across, marched up to India, killed a lot of people, marched into what is now Iran, yeah. destroyed the leader of Iran at the time. Yeah. So does that sound like a god thing, or does that sound like something that is not? It sounds like something that humans make to be godlike. Yeah. And we we can see it through like the Greek. In Roman myths or any other myths throughout, including going into India, where yeah. Alexander is is has been going and is being exposed to their religion, yeah, which has a lot of talk about flying machines and their gods being in flying machines, which is similar to other religions or to some of these stories with Alexander the Great or Jericho. Yeah. Um, and if we want to take Jericho out of a biblical perspective hmm. and say that, okay, somehow there was this technology that could knock down a fortress's walls, that's, that's some impressive technology, no matter where it comes from, whether it's God or the evil one that's opposing God or whatever. That's yeah. mind-blowing technology that should not exist well, at that time and, in our history. And Jericho was no small wall. No. Like historians that look back at that and see the dimensions of this wall are like, this thing was massive. Like there's no way it's just falling down from people walking around it and worshiping. And I know one of the stories about the, the wall in Jericho falling down has to do with earthquake possibly yeah is it on like a fault line or something like that? yeah and yeah. which is fine i mean we could argue about that stuff all day long yeah, yeah. no a million possibilities it's but. to me it's just interesting that some of these stories have connections mm. and knowing a little bit about alexander the great and how he viewed himself and how he wanted people to view him yeah you know without going all it into a study on his personality yeah it's, but, it's interesting that his chronicle chroniclers always made things seem so great for him yeah. So for me, for someone that, and I don't know a great deal about Alexander the Great, haha. But um, for me, hearing that, and was he some kind of like Christian crusader or something like that, or he no. just wanted to conquer the? No, yeah, he Christianity wanted, wasn't a thing. No, so he, he was. was just, uh, you know, they had their their Roman gods, or, yeah. or he wasn't even Roman. I mean, this is before a lot of the power of Rome. Yeah. You know, he's from his. His father was a Philip of Macedonia, yeah. great king, and. Alexander and was always out fighting wars and stuff. And uh, Alexander the Great grew up in that area in Macedonia. Yeah, um, became powerful and then just took his armies and started conquering everywhere. You know, Egypt, hmm. Iran, Persia, yes. Iraq. So when you out. when you ask me, was the devil on whose side? Right. Well, it was definitely he would be working for or doing work for Alexander the Great, right? Because Alexander the Great's going around doing douchebag shit and no, destroying creation. Alexander the Great was doing typical stuff that even King David. Because we live in a fallen world. It all, dude, everything connects. That's all I'm saying. Like, like I could go on a spat about giants right now, but I'm not going to do that because it would lead us right back to here. Well, and if, and I said this was a 60 second tangent, I took it like probably eight minutes, but it's good. We, we got plenty of time. Well, once you said something about a tangent, I'm like, challenge accepted. You know, I'm going to jump in there. Heather, you got to get in on this tangent. Give, give me a, give me a thought. Give me something. Am, am I spitting complete bullshit? Because if I am, like, there's probably reasons for it. But also at the same time. Like, no, I, I think yeah. I agree with you that he would be doing the devil's work. I mean. But was there was there even a devil then? But no, what I'm no, saying is. No, because there's no Christianity. But like, yeah. I mean, like, that's his pawn in this, like. Yeah. If, if the devil's whole purpose throughout religion is to destroy God's creation or make a mockery of it and, and kill and steal and destroy, which is what we're told. 
then of course he would be doing this shit on the earth because that's his dominion. But what happened after Alexander's conquest is it actually probably opened the doors for Christianity yeah. to go into certain areas of the world that would not have been opened up to Christianity or to those those followers if Alexander the Great hadn't done all this stuff hundreds or a thousand years earlier. Yeah. So is he really evil in that case? Yes. Maybe a necessary evil to help spread no. the religion? No, because the religion spreads regardless. That's the but entire it, Bible, man, is filled with stories of people who had their plots foiled and they thought there's no way out. And God was like, I got one. Hold on. And then he'd open up a different way. Like that's the entire story of the Bible. Anything the devil means for bad, God takes for good. So he could do that. And God from that was probably like, all right, you just helped me spread my religion. You helped me get the word out about none of these false prophets, none of these false gods, all that shit. Like, I'm, I'm not asking you to believe it. I'm just telling you, like, this is how my mind works. And it pieces things together and it pieces all these different. And it, and it makes sense to me. I don't know if it makes sense to the rest of the world. I guess we'll find out at some point. But either I'm a, a raging lunatic or maybe I'm onto something that a lot of churches don't even grasp onto, you know? Maybe. They don't I mean, talk about I, it. I, I just, and this is like, I have this fun name, Christian. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's very <laughs> ironic. Uh, yeah, I'm not really, I don't really follow that faith or any um for that matter yeah um but you're respectable about it like you never like tear china and i down or anything no because like, it's it's everyone can believe whatever they want yeah exactly it's it's stupid for me to judge anybody's beliefs especially a belief where they're not hurting people yeah well at least and the then, good ones aren't then. there's a well lot of bad. and <laughs> yeah. you know there's always bad yeah um but my mind is always going to go toward like what are humans humans doing why what has changed in the biblical story yeah. to work, to get to where we are now. And like when I joke about, well, was Satan really a thing back then? I mean, technically, I think, I believe there's some mentions in the Old Testament, which is about the only thing that's going to exist yeah. at this time. Satan just means enemy. And like I said, if I, I don't believe in a devil, I think the enemy is the fallen angels that made it with, with women and plants, animals, all this shit. And they're the enemy. It's the giants. It's giants of old. It's giants we talked about. Like, that's my personal belief. So when I say Satan or the devil, I'm referring to my beliefs, which are a bunch of giants taking over the land. Like, sounds crazy when you don't look into it, but when you do, it kind of makes sense. It might still sound crazy then, though. It still does sound crazy. Yeah. It's but a that crazy doesn't story. necessarily mean it's bad to yeah. sound crazy sometimes. I sound crazy a lot. I embrace that shit. Honestly, I'm like, I'm glad I, I am the way I am. I'm glad the way my mind works. It helps. I just like to be open-minded, so. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't shut people down for any of their beliefs. Like, people are like, God's not real. I'm like, okay. Yeah. He is to me. Well, you think that way, yeah. Yeah. Well, does, it doesn't need to, everybody doesn't need to believe what any of us believe. I know. Yeah. And that's the, the, the benefits of living in the society we live in. Even though some people will be like, well, there's this bad, this bad, this bad because of this. I'm yeah. Like, no. You, if the choices are made for you, then what's the use of being here? Exactly. So. Yeah, um, I grew up in a very strict Catholic family, mm. and so uh, I don't fall in line with, you know, Catholicism that much, so that's where I'm always the different, and, like, it's just my family, I'm just like, it's just not a topic we're not gonna, yeah. <laughs> you know, we just don't talk about it, but <laughs> Which so is I'm always smart. open-minded yeah. to, you know, other people's views, and yeah. like I said, I just keep mine to myself. <laughs> As long as no one's like going around like stabbing people or sacrificing people on altars, like I could care less what you believe. Odds are yeah. we probably all believe something similar to the same thing with different names. Like that's what I'm usually saying is yeah. this is connected to this, this, and this, yeah. and it doesn't really matter why it's connected. It's it's, it's interesting yeah. that it's connected and it shows that there is some truth in there. Yeah, and it I don't know if it 
it really matters if we find that truth. But when you start seeing the connections, there is some kind of truth in there, like a connection with an unidentified flying objects in Alexander the Great, Yeah, which I'm sure we'll touch on other places as we go through the podcast of historical figures yeah. that have dealt with something similar. And how do we interpret what that means or what they saw with their ancient mind compared to ours? Yeah. No. And I, well, while researching this particular episode, man, I found a lot of accounts from people like, you know, Columbus, uh, Marco Polo, Alex, Alex the Great. I'm calling him Alex now, too. Um, <laughs> it's kind of cool to call him Alex the Great. I, I feel like we're going, hey, you want to go grab a beer after, after work? Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I found a lot of accounts that, these are all historical figures that we've heard about and learned about growing up. Like a handful of these dudes also had UFO accounts. They like Columbus while he was sailing or whatever, or right before he started, I don't remember the exact story, but he saw something in the sky. I'm like, there's no way it was just a star. And he's like, oh, wow, it's bright. Like people probably think it's what, like Saturn or something like that. Or um, what's the one? Venus. That's why I think some people are like, oh, he probably just saw Venus. I'm like, maybe. I mean, I guess, spoiler alert, I also looked at Venus a little longer than usual because I, I just wanted to be sure. I was like, is that a UFO? Because it is kind of big. It's pretty big in the sky. You're like, what the hell is that? Thing? And some of these things, they probably did see planets yeah, or comets and mm-hmm. thought they were something else. But Luckily, because we're able to, because of science, we can go back and actually trace what was going on in the night sky at some of those time periods, yeah. which helps a lot. That would help. Yeah. I think when they give detailed accounts, like Columbus talked about something coming up out of the ocean, like, and going off, I think. And for me, I'm like, okay, there's stories of that recently too. There's videos of that from like people in the Navy who are out at sea, like stationed out at sea. Like, so these are stories that have happened in the past happened a, a while ago and happened present day like oh my god it to me it just strengthens things strengthens things more it's like wow maybe this is an actual thing that we just don't know what it is or maybe it is aliens maybe it is what if it was like another species on earth like it, what if they didn't come from space what if they're more advanced than us and they're from like underwater or underground or something like that and they just have the technology because they've been around i don't know and they you know pop out what if the earth has like two humanoid type species but one is really good at staying hidden what if they have more like bigfoot we're onto something now yeah Yeah. there's been a lot of human humanoid species in our world since the beginning of time we're just starting to find some of them Mm -hmm. it'd be earth shattering if you found out aliens actually lived here the whole time like whoa the whole time i didn't see one that's crazy isn't that what uh going back to our skinwalker episode isn't that what Bigelow was kind of saying in his 60 Minutes interview that they're already here and around us and we just don't recognize them sometimes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And and look, I am currently working on an episode about alien-human hybrid stories. Aliens so, Among Us. I can't wait to tear that one down. I bet you can't. But look, like, and if enough people say the same thing, I'm like, that's kind of weird. None of these people know each other. But it's either misinformation or it's... Uh, <laughs> you know? it's, a, it's still fun. Yeah. But that's why we're here because we these topics are fun to us and we yeah we like to talk about them and see if they're fun to anybody else and we want other people to be weird too yeah hop yeah. on in Heather speaking of weird was Alex Alex a good guy or a bad guy if you take yeah. also let's take the religious perspective out yeah just based on action alone I think he was a bad guy was he a bad guy for our times now or would he have been a bad guy then I felt like then. I mean, he's going, yeah, both. I mean, people loved him. Yeah. People loved him in that time. Mind wash. 
Yeah, but well, I think it's 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 also goes, and if you really, I mean, a lot of quote unquote people loved Hitler too. Yeah. Well, and that's where you you see these strong kind of personalities, whether it's a Alexander the Great or a Hitler, yeah, or a Stalin. They attract people to them. Could be a Jim Jones or a Charles Charles Manson too. It's like a cult. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's interesting that even now we we have a tendency as humans to gravitate toward an authoritarian figure. Yeah. I think it just makes us feel safer and less. Like a parent. But if if you want to get a little philosophical on it, Alexander the Great loved himself, right? He was pretty impressed with himself, seems like. He pretty much like summed himself up to be a minor deity, right? Like that's how he viewed himself. So could people really tell him they didn't like him without some kind of like punishment? Getting beheaded? Yeah, like some kind of. So of course people said they liked him. Like, oh, I love him. Or if he did deify himself to that point, of course, people, when they heard all these great stories and he shows up, they're like, oh, my God, it's Alexander the Great. You know, like, so the dude pretty much just like guerrilla marketed the water cooler talk in in the olden days, talked himself up and then voila. Well, and he uh, he had a lot of smart people around him. Yeah. He had his sidekick, Hephaestus. Phineas? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was played by Jared Leto. In the Alexander the Great movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. And that was like his best buddy, possible lover. Faustus? Yes. Was it no, Faustus? No, it's not Faustus. It's a Feistian or a, a Feistus. Or oh. You can you can pop in, in in the editing and tell us what, what the right way, word is. I got to set up the mic at that point. I've thought about doing that a few times. I'm like, no, I got to get the mic. Just out just cut out a little clip of him saying it in the movie. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, but his the story goes that his generals killed this guy. Yeah. To kind of take Alexander out of the game. So they poisoned his his best buddy. That is interesting. Heather, do you want to read the last one? I know I was supposed to. But All right. I'll, I'll take it away. Like yeah. You boys are more averse on this. So. Yeah. So let's get your opinion on this, this next bit here. All right. So the final account. In another similar account, Alexander claimed to have witnessed once again these gleaming silver shields flying into and out of water of a river in India. He was so convinced that these crafts were otherworldly that he would go on to spend the last six years of his life in search of them in a makeshift underwater vessel called a diving bell, which is purported to be the world's first submarine. Interesting. Fun fact number two, during one of his diving belt excursions, Alexander claimed that he had come across a monster so big that it took three whole days to pass him. So, um, I'm just gonna throw you out there. Nessie? Yeah, either, you know what I kind of thought and it would be hilarious if this was the case. What if he was passing like a coral reef or something like that? I don't think there's many of those out there, but some kind of like rock formation or something. He's like, damn, this monster's huge. You know, in reality, it's just this big rock that he's passing for a few days. I think it's, whatever it was, it was an exaggeration. Yeah. It took me three whole days. And they're like, damn, man, really? Is that thing 500 miles long? (laughs) It's funny how that happens back then. Or what if it, what if there were sea monsters like Leviathan or something like that? Some just gigantic, weird, scaly beast. Well, he's in a, he's he's not in a, he's not in a big body of water. Yeah, exactly. So it's, couldn't take him three days to pass. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty hilarious when you, when you put that into perspective. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was like mm, a few feet deep. No. Yeah. Like he was a pond. All right. (laughs) 
glorified pond. Yeah, it was a river manatee from India. Yeah, we got lovely wasilla winds going on. I know, and I really want to find out what that noise is. It's the tree, I, I think, right there outside the window. Really? Yeah. It's not. I hear it over here. I hear. A, I hear things differently because I only have one headphone in because yeah. I can't hear Heather. Yeah, I remember. Okay. <laughs> still, it's been so long. We'll get you there at some point. At least you still have ears, so yeah, you can hear. Heather speak. Can I? Though? Even though you're probably the, the most deaf of all of us. So I am. The age yeah. got him. <laughs> yeah. So, so Scott, what do you think about this? About Alex. What? Alex. His accounts? Yes. In general or just that last one about him spending? Just in general and the last one. Yeah. I think the last one's interesting because clearly if you're someone who has seen this thing three times in your life now, you'd be like, okay, what the hell is this? And you would it'd probably drive you mad to the point where you have to or if, into it constantly. if you've seen it three times in your life and you have scribes running around talking about your conquerings, you're mm. pretty impressed with yourself. So you're going to believe you can figure it out that that this is meant for you and your glory. Yeah, that would be kind of funny. I did think like, the fact that he spent the last six years or whatever felt a little obsessive. Unless he was just done conquering. He was like, no, I'm just going to look for this weird shit now. Well, he, he was, was determined. Pretty, <laughs> yeah. You know, here's another thing about him is he drank a lot. Hmm. And maybe the last six years of his life, I don't remember how many of those were out without his partner. Yeah. But the last six years of his life was spent drinking a lot and partying a lot. And who knows what, what was in his fermented grapes. Yeah. Some absinthe. Yeah. You know, that'd be funny. He's just tripping balls on the battlefield <laughs> looking up. Everyone's like, Alex, do something. Man. What are you, I thought you were great, man. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, not so great. <laughs> yeah. No, I... I, I like this the these stories because it does tie in if if they're accurate, which and this is one of those stories where it could be a hundred percent wrong because there I read a couple things and I even in the notes if you check at the top there's arguments against where people are, are like mm, I don't think so and they that Giovanni dude that had way too many names mm -hmm. apparently one of the arguments against was that he was a notorious liar. That he was just like, he made up some of these accounts or whatever. But then there was other people that said, no, he was actually one of the best. So it's like, well, great. Which was it? Was he the worst or was he the greatest? You know? Well, and that's, you're so going to go find that way. a lot in some of the other subjects we're going to yeah. tackle. I mean, one, eventually we'll get to a guy named John D who was, worked for Elizabeth the first, Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. And some people thought he was evil. Some people thought he was great. And it's just the way, you know. Especially when you're back in those days when some of these people are writing about this, they yeah. they did glorify things and you know True. build things up a little bit so that they would be read, similar to now with Instagram. Sometimes yeah. you or you make your life just seem like what it's not. What so, is interesting though is that the descriptions of these crafts or these shields or whatever, not only does it sound like similar stuff we're seeing today, but also what was that thing you talked about in flying humanoids, the, the like the flying wheel or whatever. Oh, yeah. It kind of sounds like that. Yeah, and that one's an old... That There is a similar story in India Yeah, with the, uh, you know, the stuff that the their gods flew in and same with, you know, Iraq and, and Iran area. Yeah. Similar, you know, the, the winged vehicle. Um, how, are, how can we determine that these silvery objects were actually the things that we report are flying around now? Especially, because we can't you, even record like yeah. what they are right now. You you can't, but the descriptor I think is what is what gives it to me. Like shiny silvery shields. 
What's that sound like? UFO. Maybe a saucer of some kind. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a space anomaly or a sky anomaly. Just kidding. <laughs> it sounds like that attacks. The, okay. <laughs> no, it's. Oh, like, I never made that one. Holy crap. Sorry for this. Oh, that's noise. the stuff. Yeah, more of that, please. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, you're just like, there's no way this is going to be quiet. I might as well just make a joke about it. It's like it. trying to eat a, a chip when you're in a quiet room. I know. Like, oh, Edge. At a funeral. Can you imagine? Crack into a bag of lace. That would be the best. If you could go to a funeral and they had chips, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Remember that when I die. I always I tell know. Michael that if I go first, I want like a nacho cheese fountain just because. Yes. Because why not? I mean, yeah. splurge. It's me. And like yeah. ranch, you know? I want a cannon to shoot my and then, ash, ashes all over everybody. <laughs> just have a good time. Talk about me. And then just like Irish, wake it up, you know? Yeah. Have a shot of whiskey. Tell a good story. Yeah. Make me a tree, you know? Like, yeah. Do something. Yeah. You know, go all out. Savings, schmavings. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrate <laughs> Give me. me my ranch fountain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, Heather, how do you feel about these Alexander the Great stories? Or do you like? Do you think that this is something that could have happened, or do you think it's just made up? I mean, we we see them now, which people don't know, and think it's made yeah. up just as much back then. So, yeah, who's saying I, it couldn't have happened back then? Yeah. The interesting thing about the skies back then is there's no airplanes, there's no satellites. Yeah. So not all the lights. Yeah, no light pollution. Exactly. Yeah. You can see. So it's some clearer things. than even now, and if you're seeing it, doesn't that kind of sound amazing? Doesn't that sound like the best? Like, not to witness full-time, because obviously Wi-Fi, we need... Well, it's you know, like when I was people. with COVID and when they stopped the planes and all this. And yeah. That was kind of cool to see everyone going back to basics. Yeah. You know? Like, it would just be, especially, like, in, in that area and stuff like that, looking up and just seeing the sky on, like, a clear night. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's got to be amazing. Well, that's why I love it out of, you know, my parents' lake house, because it's off-the-road system yeah. and it's not a ton of lights. And, I mean, that's... We see the Northern Lights there frequently. It's they can see McKinley from their living room window. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So yeah. Alaska. Alaska. Beautiful but cold. Sponsor us, Alaska. The whole state. Get behind it. Yeah. Get us- freaky deaky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So a uh, Christian, you said you've heard these before, just like on ancient aliens and stuff like that. I've heard them in a few different places, yeah. um, especially when they start talking about anything old where. They're, you know, paintings that have something that might be a different craft. In oh, there. like Mona Lisa, right? And like, there's there's different. a few where people are like, there's a UFO in that. Yeah, and you know, to it does look like a UFO in the painting. It could just be some kind of symbology that the artist was using. It's yeah. hard to tell. And he messed up on a cloud or something. He's like, oh, right, shit, that doesn't look like just, a cloud. Yeah, he's like, just, oh, well, I'm out of paint. <laughs> so yeah, it's a cloud. This is God's cloud. Yeah, exactly. So I it, it's. I I like ancient stories like that just because I can look at them differently. But yeah, it's just so it's fascinating but frustrating. Probably like all these stories are to you. Yeah, because there's no closure to any of them. You're not like, well, they figured it out. I know he's there. It happened. It's well, not like, like a true crime doc where you yeah. closure or yeah. answer or all speculation. I know. Yeah, it's literally just what do you think? What do you not think? Not sounding yeah, crazy yeah. too. Yeah. Let me put it out there to Gregory, who is obsessed with our podcast from what I heard, sister of Juliana. What's up, Gregory? Gregory, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, right in, Gregory. Let us know. Uh, the Freaky Deaky Pod at gmail.com. We need more opinions. Yeah. We got to figure this out it, straight Especially up. from our little fans. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think anyone listened to this show, so that's that's great yeah. news. Yes. 
reason to keep well, obviously going. he's a great guy if he's listening to us <laughs> yeah. well, clearly he has a great intellect beyond those of even the scholars oh, yeah so definitely he knows what's up yeah so i don't know like i mean for me just hearing this recently i feel like maybe it's all made up partially <clears throat> okay i had to make Continue. you stop for a second so <laughs> <Yeah. I could. laughs> classic um is it made up though I, what are the reasons? The only, the only reason I think that is because I've heard the other way so often. And I just recently read this. And so I'm like, oh, maybe it's made up. But if it's not, then. What I, was the other way? The other way was just, you know, normal business, Alexander, all that stuff without the UFOs. It might might have been. And then whoever wrote his story um, might have embellished it. Yeah. You know, but also they didn't have cannons to take down the walls of cities back then. So how did the wall go down? Yeah. They might've had some kind of explosives that they could have used, but that, well, one of the, one of the arguments against, if I remember correctly, was that Alexander himself scaled this wall (laughs) and he slowly like, you know, secret agent manned his way down and killed all the guards or he said everyone was sleeping. So he let his army inside. I'm like, okay, that I believe less than the UFOs. (laughs) Okay. Like no way. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, and that to me, I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds made up over UFOs and destroying this wall. Yeah. And maybe it wasn't UFOs. Maybe it was just some weird thing in the sky, weather pattern or something. And the walls just happened to come down and they acid rain. They, yeah, they connected two and two and one was, it was a message from God that Alexander would defeat the Tyrians. Yeah. I'm glad you said that word because I was like, is it Tyrians? That sounds hard. Probably so, could be, but Tyrion's. Like Tyrion Lannister. Also, yeah, Tyrion Lannister. Tyrion sounds like it would be it, though, right? It sounds like over Tyrions. Yeah. We're from Tyre. Oh, you guys are Tyrions? No, we're Tyrions, yeah. Tyrions, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. I don't know. It was fun. And like I said, I, I, there's episodes that I want to do on the Columbus and all that stuff. So if you guys hear any, or personally, if viewers or listen viewers, yeah, if you're watching your Spotify app right now, let us know. Every minute to yeah. die. <laughs> yeah. Count the count the time down. Um, no, if you're aware of any other stories that maybe were on ancient aliens that you want us to talk about that we could probably do a lot better job, that maybe we should change the idea of this show and turn it into us taking every single episode of Ancient Aliens and doing it better. No. That would be hilarious. Join us on Patreon where we recreate Ancient Aliens with tolerable speaking. We could also debunk mm. some of the craziness that is obvious there. Yeah, and we true. can we can we can ask the question is well, why couldn't ancient people build great things? Yeah. There you have it. Yeah, I think so. I th- I think as we kind of stated, there's really no definitive ending to this or any other thing we've ever talked about. Other than that. It's like Christmas. It's it's an alarm. To remind me to have see if Mandy is awake at work. Oh, yeah, because she, she works nights. I got you. I got you. And I forgot to turn it off because I'm not usually recording. Oh yeah, at four o'clock in the afternoon. So we are trying to <laughs> sometime after the, we have a after deadline. Christmas. Yeah, or before Christmas, whatever it may be. I don't know. I don't know what today is. Sorry, All we know is today that- <laughs> is uh, post Christmas. Yeah, today is Thursday. Yes. It's a Thursday. We know that for sure. So. In the year 2020. We did it. 
or 2021. If it was 2021, we'd either be joyous or crying because it got worse. Um, I don't want to think about it. Yeah, let's not. Let's really celebrate this shit year we have before we move on to the next one we might have. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. So that that pretty much wraps it up. But I know in it 2020, was, they got Freaky Deaky Pod. So. That's true. There are some silver linings that have come out of this ridiculous year, as well as I, I will literally get beaten if I don't say this. Also, your wedding, your wedding yeah, was I, I, we the, got married, the best we part of 2020. Was yeah. that, and I thought that was like three years ago. It feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah. It's been the year that keeps on giving. But that I, that about wraps it up for Alexander the Great. I know it's been a bit of a shorter episode, but it was just really a story that kind of caught my attention. And I was like, I feel like this is fun. I feel like this is a fun that story. That is a fun and one. I've we never should do it more. It. Yeah. Especially when we renamed him Alex. It just added to the fun. Yeah. yeah suddenly we're buddies. Yeah. You know? Who would have yeah. thought? It's always good to keep a tyrant on your side. Yeah. Especially one that has a big army. Yeah. It all pans out. So... I, I don't know about you guys. I, I learned a little something today. It was a unique, you know, change of pace because I usually know a lot about a lot of the stuff we talk about. It feels good. It yeah. feels good to kind of go in with, with a fresh story that I've never heard before. We'll have to find a couple more for you. Yeah, you should. You guys should do stuff and then just be like, have you heard of this? If I say no, just do it. Gotcha. Yeah. So what, how, do you, how do you feel about all that, Heather? You, you think it's a... Uh, you're you're brand new to hearing about UFOs with Alexander the Great at all. Yeah, right? so so it's, it's all it's a brand like a whole new world Aladdin yeah. style for you right now. And Christian apparently I mean, was way super hip and knew about this shit for a while. Who would have thought? I know conspiracies. His yeah. kids are grown. That's why. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got More some free time. time on your hands, don't you? Yeah. I'm under a rock. No, um, it was definitely interesting. Yeah, something that's new to learn. And like I said, I'm open to me and. We have about as much proof of UFOs right now. True. So if we can't confirm always. or deny, you know, yeah. could have happened. Also could, you know, like you said, be just a newer story. Does it make you believe in UFOs more or less? About as much as I did. Yeah. So just kind of on the fence about that? Yeah. yeah. Makes me believe in whatever wine they had was impressive. Plus, yeah. like, how we do don't you need to hydrate, drink some wine before we go to battle. Yeah. Just going to battle sloshed. Well, if both armies did that, there they probably wouldn't be any bloodshed. Like, right. What if everyone that, that they thought they all sat singing together, having a yeah. grand old time, playing soccer, yeah, classic uh, Christmas, yeah, yeah. So that that wraps it up, I think, for the third time. But uh, do you want to let people know where they can they can reach out to us? They can, yeah, we're uh, on Twitter at FreakyDeepod. Same with uh, Instagram is at FreakyDeepod. Yeah. Uh, we're on Facebook as the Freaky Deaky Podcast. And if you have a story or just want to comment, you know, fact check us or yeah. say hi. Yeah. We are at the the Freaky Deaky Pod at gmail.com. Yeah. So. And, and if we've missed anything in this particular episode about um, like any details or if, there, if there's a spin that maybe you want to reach yeah. out, like send it over. You know, like I said, I'm new to this. Heather's new to this. Christian's the only one that kind of knew what was going on when we went into it. So if there's something we missed, inform us. We want to know. So Just builds to our story puzzle. and we want to know what's yeah. going on from Just, you guys. True. Tell me what you think of my name, Christian the Great. Yeah. Please tell him exactly what you think of his name, yeah. Christian the Great. Yeah. So that about does it. Who, want, who wants to close this out? Heather. Thanks for joining us. And that was the Freak Geeky Pod. 